0: The following presentation was recorded live by the Jewish Ethics Institute.
1: Okay, so we uh, the last two weeks we spent discussing selling organs. So we just we I thought I was done with it, but I found some. I tried to very get important. out, but they pulled me back in. Um, so a, it's a different angle, but but uh, the point is, so we we came out. I believe the last two weeks will summarize briefly about um, that there there are halachic issues with selling your organs, but um, questions, the philosophical questions, halachic questions, um, but more or less, technically speaking, um, if someone, if there's a situation where someone can obtain an organ from someone else for money, it could be, it might be allowed in certain circumstances, um, meaning the issue might be the first person selling it, but as far as if I can obtain an organ, so technically there might not be any um, problem again if it's done in a way that you're not harming someone else's life to obtain it. Okay, more, more or less, we'll summarize in a second. The question I'd like to discuss today um, is, the question is, as we know, even whatever Halakha says, obviously there seems to be a general consensus in the Western world, which is that we don't want to go in that direction of allowing the selling of organs seemingly for many um, it's, I think it's probably more social um, reasons than than medical reasons in the sense of people um, the people that will be selling organs would be people in the lower economic uh, status who, who um, you know, they sort of would be forced into it, so to speak, and that's, I think, a big part of the concern. And there are are other concerns, um, but the question is from, so coming from a halakhic vantage point, how does that apply? Meaning, do we say, well, let's, even though we can't, technically many lives will be saved by allowing selling of organs in a legal fashion, um, as opposed to where it's done today on the, it's being done anyway on the black market, to certain extent. Um, Do we legislate, and make it legal and allowed in a in a um, way which would be medically safer, etc., and save many more lives technically, because people there will be, as we know, there's a major shortage of organs um, all over the world. So, um, or are we concerned because of the social slash other issues involved? Therefore, we should we legislate laws against as we have currently on the books? So, how does that work from the from the Torah perspective? That's really the question here. Is Do we sacrifice few lives, or many lives, or however you want to look at it, sacrifice a personal life, this guy's in front of us right now, he needs an organ, and he wants to buy one, um, to save society, so to speak, because we're concerned about issues at large in society. So how does that work from the Torah perspective? So this is a general question, not necessarily related to organs. Um, How um, do we'll use examples in Chazal that we find in the past, um, do we legislate general decrees or what we call takanot even at the expense of people's lives in order to so to speak so to speak save society at large okay that's the question
2: this is not a conflict of someone's life though
1: it is they need an organ and I want to die if I don't get the organ no no
2: if, to donate though they're not losing no, we're their talking life
1: to about donate yeah but, th- but I'm to- we're talking about where the, the, the recipient yeah yeah because their life we're sacrificing their life by not allowing someone else selling. to donate. Right, exactly. So that's the question. Um, that's a
0: big question. S- not
1: to donate, to sell. A big question. Donate is permitted. <laughs> it's only selling that's prohibited.
0: Big question. So, so
1: is, yes, altrui- question.
3: is altruism in itself a commandment or a mitzvah anywhere?
1: Um, because that—that's
3: really the basis in in secular laws is that we want people to donate their organs for the right reasons out of altruism
1: is that is that the reason for the law or or again is it we're concerned le- le- he, so I'm not, I'm not sure where you go with that but there is no there's a general philosophy of altruism that means all mitzvot are supposed to be done for the sake of the mitzvah not for the sake of anything else so let's say in this case where i'm donating an organ and i'm going to receive money that doesn't necessarily negate the mitzvah part, but it's not th- the ideal way to do a mitzvah. Of course, is totally for altruistic. It's practicing
0: medicine, mitzvah—you get paid so it's for the Same question, it? man. It's for same similar
1: question. Um, do, do, does the fact that you're getting paid for it take away from the mitzvah? That's, that's the question that I think is So, so to, this is sort as of thou shalt not stand idly by. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, great minds. Please. Yes, so I mean that That means you're obligated to, yes, again, to save a life. but the question is when that conflicts with society with with a where that by doing that we're going to cause if we allow the selling of organs legally, that won't be saying that will cause many social. I mean you have,
0: should you legislate that? Should, should you say, you do not stand right. out, It's now a law. Right, exactly. That's the question. So I we're not dealing so. with
1: the individual. That's what we dealt with the last two weeks. Should right. a can I, or should I, may mean, allowed to sell my organ? That's the question we dealt with the last two weeks. Right. Today, the question is, as a society, should we allow it or not? Well, there's a major problem if you, quote, allow legally to sell organs. Yeah. Somebody who is poor won't get an organ. It's not a problem. That's just no, that's like anything. Someone who's poor doesn't get a house, doesn't right. get health care. But I'm just saying if they, can, they need to get a job. One organ, and there are two people. The person who is wealthiest will get the organ, that's and capitalism. that is yes. that's, that's, well, that's I don't know if that's that a problem. Has an issue. <laughs> um, yes, it does have an issue. It's an issue. but I'm saying it is it that is that incredible. a reason that we should allow the rich people to die too? No, no. So no that's I am question no, but
0: but if you had two people. And one was a person who gave a lot—not money, but gave.
1: Yes, I understand. Himself, there's et cetera, et cetera. a suspense, There's no question. And one
0: person who didn't
1: give to anybody was a cess. There's no question um, in our society.
0: Of money, there's a difference.
1: It's important. With it was our, our question.
2: He should be only It exists
1: today. People. That we so know that problem so exists they today. Both, not get one.
3: They should
2: both I don't die. know the answer. answer, but I'm well, just saying that. It is exists. A Natalie,
1: the problem exists today. People that can't afford the mm-hmm. answer end up in bent up for their cancer. And they don't get the best care, frankly. No, they don't. Right. So that's that that's good? that's an existing problem. Well, that's you know. I that, didn't that's say it wasn't. Yeah, but yeah, this is just animal, excessive. But, yeah. Yeah. Which part? It's just it's making it the worse. That on the island we get better care <laughs> what we than in town. <laughs> um, it's too late. You missed
3: it. As, well, <laughs> as I always uh, used to tell patients when they asked me where here, should I go for my cancer surgery, I would always ask them, "Well." Who's going to do your surgery? Bricks and mortar, or do you have a particular physician in mind? Pick your doctor. Don't pick the bricks and mortar. Okay.
2: For, for this question, though, I mean, you, you can discuss, like, Oregon, deciding how they're not going to do any more transplants, heart transplants, I think, because it was just too much money for society to bear the cost no, of the same actual same surgery and the, all and of the money involved. So you can make the same argument, saying, you know, actually, kidney transplants in general should not be done, like the money involved in harvesting, the money involved in implanting, the money involved with post-medication, the money involved, no, so just let these people that's a die. Good
1: point. That's a good like point. You can and make that, that is, kind of uh, argument. You know, yes, Then you on
2: the Holocaust argument, you know, like, who's who cares about those lies anyway? And then you determine, ah, people on dialysis or people with chronic kidney disease should die anyway. So okay, that's, great.
1: So that, that's true, that but is. But if we decide maybe a that society... Is a, we could talk about that in a class. But, but, no, but if we decide is,
2: a society that is important to save people that are on dialysis or that have kidney troubles, then it becomes a mandate that we should actually funnel money and funds to make that happen.
1: Yes. No, I say One second, I want to address this point. One second, I want to address this point. The difference here is we're saying by allowing this to happen, these lives to be saved, they're going to cause social injustices in society, which can cause major Why? problems. What social well, people injustices. will be... No, they they have to pay the bills, and therefore they're gonna f- sort of be forced to sell. In They'll order. be motivated. I I agree with the argument. So They'll uh, be motivated.
4: So well, why do we why yes. do we say? Well, tell me the reason why we're going to have we're now going to have sixty thousand dollars for a kidney. I don't know what a kidney is, sixty, 000, but a, a, a grand theft amount of money for a kidney. And I'm a gangster. You know, heroin isn't going for what it used to go for. So get it's getting a new line. So I'm going to start doing that, you know, Vietnam, you know, that that South Asia or India or whatever kind of thing. I'm going to go find some guy who had too much to drink at the bar and take out his kidneys and sell them and and sell them to somebody else. And then when they say, where did you get this kidney? None of your business. Here's the kidney. You want it? And we'll have a huge industry of what, uh, we'll have a huge industry of, uh, illegal industry of, of maiming and killing You've people
1: a, for their, so harvesting their organs mm-hmm. like
4: we have like we have in other in in, in less well developed countries without the sev- system so of what's laws your point that what do you have. think we're gonna open up a whole new industry what for what so we invite them. if we're gonna go for it we realize we're gonna have a whole criminal well, element you're saying, saying yeah, therefore only, only if we permit it that will happen it's
3: only, it's only it's happen. if it's illegal that you have a criminal right when it's legal and up front then uh, you don't know. That's just a fundamental question while we're selling
1: is legal or you
0: better make That's, That's one of the reasons we're getting so much more heroin and opioids, because marijuana is becoming illegal so that hey, the illegal trade in marijuana is not as not as uh, valuable as the illegal uh, trade my, in heaven. My
4: point is is that you'll be able to black market these organs. These oh, or but whites. they're
1: already doing that. The question <laughs> is, by yeah. making oh, it illegal, maybe it, they'll get rid of the Doing black it,
4: it where? In this country? Yeah, yeah. Well, to some, some be, extent, bigger. yes. It'll be bigger.
1: It but was uh, a guy arrested three years ago. See the guy who was well, now we're selling have, organs.
0: Well, now every, everybody with every crook in Israel Israel says specifically, can't go to China to get organs anymore because they were obtaining them illegally.
1: Halachically, the, uh, no, the How lach- you can't mm. accept an organ from China so because what do we you take do? him from prison.
0: That was someone Ron, to die. That's Ron,
1: yeah, that he, that Ron's, he the
0: to take Ron's him. issue about Oregon, or what Oregon did. I don't know if y'all know this, but, before, he's off no, but it, it's related. Know, yeah. That <laughs> Oregon passed so a it, law to... before the Death with Dignity Act, saying we draw a line. We prioritize, prioritize medical treatments.
1: Okay, um, so so the, the first, is two questions. This is taken from uh, Rabbi Zilberstein's book. Um, and he has two questions that were posed to him in 1986. Okay, but um, so the first question is really what we dealt the last two weeks. I'll just read it. Um, and then based on the first question, what happened was when I'm Muslim, this was publicized, his ruling about the selling of organs for individuals, um he was consulted by other people about the greater question of society at large, should we permit it or not so, so the title here on the topic is Lit right, are on this side of the page yeah. is, is, there, um, is there place to make a law, to, to create a law, to legislate to prohibit the selling of organs um, I'm assuming he means halachically speaking not legally speaking because legally I I assume it's prohibited already in Israel okay this is taking place in Israel so this was written again in 1986 he takes out the name of the rabbi he wrote the question Uh, lately there has been there was a um, spread this story about this young guy doesn't say he takes out the name of the person um, he wanted to sell one of his kidneys to an invalid, an invalid uh, who was injured in two of his kidneys. And he needs an emergency um, transplant. This is in 1986, 45,000 shekel, probably around, I don't know, maybe $15,000. Not a lot of money. I guess inflation probably be more now. So he says he was ready to sell his kidney to this to this person for forty-five thousand shekel. zakuklik <laughs> The seller needed this money kedei lefrachovot shonim to play to pay various debtors, um, various lenders that uh, he owed money to. Ha said that are chasing him and they're they're not letting him go. Hu <laughs> gam He's also um, he's on the verge of homelessness, and he doesn't have any income, etc. So he needed money. Okay. Batei Cholim Beilenson v two hospitals, and I believe they're in Haifa. No, One? Is,
2: in is down Haifa. by uh, Tel Aviv.
1: Okay. Uh, Rambam, I think, <coughs> is in Haifa. Batei hacholim... It's in Haifa. Balanson, hacholim v Rambam, misarven levatsayat, nituach, they are uh, not allowing the surgery, mishum shei mitnagdim, lisachar bevarim, because they're against um, doing business with organs. Now so that Torah benedon. The question to the Rabbi, what is the Torah's opinion? And uh, didn't use. We we already did that the last two weeks. But just to summarize, it he goes through the exact same things, the topics we went through. Um, and he 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 says, really, you have no right over your body, as we discussed, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Let's give a quick two-line summary um, in this for the answer to this question. So he says, really, you have no right. If you don't own your body. You can't harm it, etc. Um, but, of course, to save life, because Nefesh overrides everything. Because if you save one person, it's as if you save the world, etc. Um, but, and then he gets into Ed's question, which is altruism. Um, he says, he says, surely you're not obligated to give up your kidney. You're called a righteous person if you do donate it. But you're not obligated, um, there's no obligation to donate a kidney because of the issue of the Ridvaz and it potentially can harm you, etc., etc. Um, he goes on to say, um, so the question is, so can <coughs> he, he wants uh, compensation for his kidney. So he goes on to say, um, and he gives an example, uh, he doesn't say a doctor, but he says, let's say you're selling tefillin and mezuzahs, so there's, no, there's nothing wrong with doing it, you want to help the community, plus, of course, you want to make a little money, um, there's nothing wrong with that. It's still considered as you did a mitzvah, even though you have the altruism and the money, <coughs> you're doing both, so to speak. Okay. Um so Ubifrat, Shalafi Din Torah, he says uh he says another thing as you see, this interesting side point he throws in here that this guy's a single guy. When he's gonna have to get married, he said that's gonna be a mark against him. The fact that he only has one kidney. He's gonna have to at least disclose it, he says, to his potential spouse. You have an obligation to disclose that when you're dating, it's a good thing to know, um bec- uh, because he's he's one kidney less. Okay. Um, and he says it could make it harder for him to get married. So therefore he has a right to, technically to compensation um, because it's going to make his life more risky and difficult. Um, so he says it's not, he's not even sure if it's a, it's, it's a gnut, meaning it's a disgusting thing to ask for money. He has a right to compensation. Uh, but he says, um, he says he's not sure if he would permit it because, again, because he's not doing it for the sake of saving a life. Um, so here he gets into this question. Um, what? Yes. That's a question about right. um and he brings various proofs, huh? he says ain't that story. he comes out ain't that Torah no chamikach? The, the view of the Torah probably would not um would, would frown upon it. Uh, um but he says you can't he can't prohibit it. Okay? Um, he says Vadum, he says the guy should the guy who uh, instead of selling his kidney <coughs> should get a job. Okay.
0: And <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, <coughs> So he's the
1: not prohibiting it. He's just saying it's not. It's probably not. The smells right thing. bad.
0: Yeah. You know this. Uh, if you get the hardest, what the guy is saying is essentially capitalism. This is capitalism. That uh, what's his name? Adam Smith said your greed, the invisible hand, puts your greed to work. I want what you have. You want what I have. I, we have greed and we can work a deal as long as it's a fair deal. This is sort of commentary upon all of capitalism. You know, so and I just kind of wonder if the rabbis ever take this argument and really comment upon capitalism per se, where it is greed what motivates people. I want that, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to pay for it. That's the invisible hand, and Adam Smith's argument, that's the most efficient way to do business. Mm-hmm. But I mean, here's a little-, a
1: little yeah, but This is a different question here again, as we're going to see the question is, two things. Is it, as we're talking about, for society, is this good for society?
0: Th- that's I why I'm most asking.
1: Most people, unless you're a Bernie supporter, agree that capitalism is good for society in general. Um, in this case, it might not be. That's the question. That, so right. That's, that's really the issue here. So that's what we're going to discuss.
2: Why is it necessarily different than pure capitalism?
1: I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying when capitalism can have, in certain instances, by allowing certain things to be traded will have a <coughs> negative impact on society. No, but but I, if you look at
2: what's effect? unique about donating your own kidney is obviously it's, it's a little bit different than selling your book or something. It, but but it, we know that if you were to donate blood, for instance, and if you were getting paid for it, if someone got a day off get or got paid for get, it. So we've all said that that's fine sperm donations people donate part of their body and they get paid for it so you can start ratcheting up what parts of your body are okay to donate and get paid for and which ones are not okay and so like if you were to find out from a medical scientific perspective that the chances of you needing that second kidney in your lifetime is below let's say, 1%, and the harm, the risk of removing your kidney has been, let's say, reduced to below 5% or below 10%, I don't know, and the morbidity is not so bad and the mortality is negligible, you may find out actually that fits perfectly within a capitalistic model to say that the chances of problems have been minimized. They're not zero, but they've been minimized, and your chance of remuneration is significant. Sounds like a deal to me.
0: Adam Smith in The Wealth of Nations, when he proposed all this, he said this can only work in a moral society. So he's saying there has to be some, he wouldn't say, this are halakhic guidelines to what kind of trades are permissible. Why,
2: why wouldn't this be moral?
0: No, okay. I'm not saying it's not. Oh, oh, yeah. But I'm saying… In, there it, ha- needs, it needs it, moral guidelines. It, it, mm. he, that's it He For would sure. accept this issue that, yeah, yeah. yeah he would have no problem with trading things, but there are certain things that just can't be traded. like. I can't kill you, to, you know, and, give, and give you some money because I took your, your heart. So he says it can only work in a moral society. but if okay. you're the defense lawyer? They don't need their hearts.
1: <laughs> okay, so so that's question number one.
3: Never had one. So it's, so
0: a <laughs> it's a big question.
1: So that question we've dealt with. So, he, so the rabbi adds on, he says, um, this question and answer became, uh, you know, was publicized in the papers, or wherever it was. He said, I got many letters, but one of them was from Professor Dan Mechieli, who is, it says here, his title on the bottom is Yoshav Rot Haminalim Kupat Cholim So he's the, the, I guess, the CEO or executive director of the heads of all Kupat in, um, Cholims in Israel. Okay. Um, so whatever that means, but the, the, the all this head right, of socialized medicine. Yeah. Um, for all the, as we know, Israel has the, some sense of socialized medicine. He's the head of the, um,
2: the Tel Aviv branch.
1: Well, I don't know if it's he's patient television or television. Yes, yeah. either way. So this professor. So this professor wrote to the rabbi like this. Second question on the page here. Um, this was, again was written to Shvat, in the same month actually. So the same month, in the same year, 1986. The snake in the second paragraph. Uh, two weeks ago, a halachic ruling was shown to me, Um rab, the name of the rabbi. I to mean, talk to the rabbi in third uh, third person. Third person, please, please address me like that in the future. Um, as far as donating organs, Adam um, to donate. A organ from a live person to a stranger, tumura and to get money in exchange for it. that was the question that was addressed in the name of the rabbi. So he says like this: This is the professor speaking. Nine years ago, Biyosi Mankal Now was the Mankal. You know what that stands for? Yeah. Something. He's like the head of something in the health um, minister. Health minister of health. Yeah. In the, in the health offices, we put out a ruling um, to outlaw, to prohibit any donation from a live person except if it was a first something relative. How do you say it? First First degree, first degree relative. <coughs> Which means what? <laughs> Like, brother, sister, mother,
2: so. Yeah,
1: it's a, it
4: says it in the next... No, year,
1: you in French, yeah, yes. What <laughs> you, you, you have to say Kaddish for? Okay. Uh, he, say, he says in parentheses, as Ram pointed out, this applies to a son, or brothers, parents, I'm assuming you mean sisters too, we just say in general terms. This ruling eventually... Um, was accepted as law. Lo was only made in order to prevent future um, things from happening. Limnoa ef sharut to stop, to, uh, to prevent in the future person donating his organs tachat lachats against pressure. Um, some type of pressure that he violated something. i not sure what, what he means. It's possible that the possibility will arise that a person who has a lot of money will rent uh, or buy, pay for um, a person who's down, who's down in the dump. To pressure someone who needs the cash to donate an organ. To help him uh, pay off his loans that he's not mm-hmm. able to pay and the goal would be to uh, to be able to pay off his loan <laughs> through the means of donating his organ omar um, he says it's, it's easy to understand the problems that can arise from this in the in the Countries that allow organ donation from non-first-degree uh, relatives, k'ayam schar there's always a black market for organs, hamiboses al maasim plilim, afad which causes a lot of uh, terrible things, up including murder, okay, including murders that take place when you when you have organs a black market for organs, they kidnap people and they like, stay, like in, India. in India, like life in in some third world country, okay. Um, so he says that's why this law is passed. I don't know if it's passed or accepted as a rule. So he says, therefore, the question is from the perspective of Falacha, um, it was given um, to say it's okay to donate organs to save life. The, the challenge for us and for others, Milam Denu. Teach we for meaning that the challenge the experience um, that uh, that we've had and others have had Milamdeno teaches us causes when you allow that to happen it causes things that shouldn't be happening in society to happen oracle's out in the light of all this daati my opinion is this professor head of the of, uh, <coughs> Not to change from the existing uh, situation, and to permit um, to permit uh, donation of organs, rak ben horim between parents and children, or or between siblings. and this is, of course, where there's no money involved. That's, that was he was right to the rabbi. Okay, so now uh, let's try that Why again. does he
2: have any say in this?
1: He doesn't. He's in charge of coupat saloon, that's what is, why I It's said. a question-and-answer question book, so he brings the questionnaire, and then he does the But, I mean,
2: he's mostly concerned <coughs> about the budget. Uh, this is more of a state-sanctioned um, no, surgery that he will pay for.
1: Yeah, but exactly. he doesn't say anything about money. He's making a moral argument. Yeah, he's
2: saying more. <laughs> he's what in charge the of the money for the social coupat.
1: Like, he's the.
2: Okay. You never had a, po- he a politician pontificate? That's what he's doing. <laughs> it's mm-hmm.
1: all right, so isn't it? Anyway, it's irrelevant. The rabbi's going to rule. Knows it. The rabbi's ruling from a lack of perspective, nothing yeah. to do with. It, it happens to be yeah. the question was posed by the head of, uh, of It strikes me, Kupachul. in this
0: country, you already do with surrogacy. You rent out your uterus to somebody. You take a risk by getting pregnant, and you reimburse for it. You know, you, it's not losing I mean a kidney, country, but you, know. but in you are country, you America. are in fact exposing yourself yeah. to some danger, not to save a life literally, but to create a life. So I mean, it, we we do allow people to rent out their organs.
4: Well, isn't everything that we do dangerous? Or guy who has to hop. Guy's a high-line pole, you know, uh, yeah. works for the telephone company. That's a dangerous To problem. make a living. Crossing the street is dangerous. Everything is dangerous.
0: No, well you could take some danger to make we a living. We have a second
3: amendment. He's making Can a li- even
1: li- even living.
3: So, so we have a second amendment. We're allowed to, to own guns. We're allowed to mm-hmm. use them in self-defense. Mm-hmm. Same argument. But some guns fall into the hands of bad guys. Mm-hmm. Do we outlaw guns to, because some bad guys have them? A lot of people think we should. And cards fall into the hand of drunks. But in our society, we don't take away all the rights of good people to make sure some bad guy doesn't uh, benefit. Yep. We we shouldn't we shouldn't ban somebody selling an organ because. China they happen to steal organs and kill people to get them Mm -hmm. and it maybe could happen here and if if we catch somebody doing that they go to jail they go to jail maybe they get the death penalty but we don't it's not very good policy generally to take some to outlaw something that is good and has a serious benefit
0: because somebody else might Take advantage it's of it. Well.
4: Thank you. That's well, said.
0: well, this is, well, this argument is, is a moral hazard argument. The guy say you create a moral hazard by allowing people to sell organs, you encourage abuse of that. But the other argument is by not allowing it, you also encourage the abuse of it. It's, well, the, same it's the, same the, the same moral hazard. Same with drugs. With yeah. drugs, if they're legal,
3: the price gets, gets relatively low. If they're illegal, the markup is so great that it's worth marketing those drugs to kids.
0: For sure. Each, Each one has their own moral hazards, right. and which so, ones you want to deal so with. So you know,
3: mm-hmm. um, to to say we're we're not going to save a life because somebody might misuse it, I don't think makes any
2: sense under our. Our paradigm. Okay. I, I'm just envisioning mm-hmm. the crazy when you take it to an extreme, that if we go into a impoverished community and you end up with like a, you know huge, number, 50 percent of everyone's donating their kidneys, mm-hmm. and so in me. fact some people have decided to donate their second kidney <laughs> illegally, um, and then go into dialysis. and <laughs> then the state now takes charge of their dialysis. Right. So and uh, you can imagine nut cases like this I can see it but no, the VA if you go to the VA you <laughs> right, that right, that right. Could it could happen and then you end up actually dialysis becomes a state like <laughs> sanctioned Medical, thing. all of the impoverished <laughs> Part of our society dollars. are but, all there. But it, <laughs> if
3: we outlaw everything because if you take it to know
2: absurd end, we have a real societal problem. No, I understand. My problem is that um, in a capitalist model, which I wholeheartedly support, um, if you're ending up getting paid huge sums of money for a kidney, $25,000, I'm just making up a number, if you're getting paid... Which is pretty cheap. Yeah. Okay. So if it's 25, but twenty-five, if you get you have two kidneys, that's fifty grand to someone that is impoverished. That actually may well, you know, change their life. It's an interesting argument (laughs) because let's
3: just take, let's just take an example here of of a guy who is fifty-five years old, thinking about suicide because he can't take care of his family. Can't send right. his kids to college, can't make their life better than it is today. He says, you know what? Uh twenty-five grand, I could I could send my kid to college
1: and make, really. make yeah. his yeah. life
3: <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah. for when he go in the black market, well, you know, 100,000. I like Whatever, yeah. yeah. I, I, I forgot to change. But the bottom line is he may and, and he may get a hundred thousand dollars. I mean right. You know, if he's, so a, if he's a drunk with right. hepatitis, he might get 3000 If he's a, a really good, healthy, Nut robust case. guy, he might get hundred grand. The bottom line is, he might have a very logical reason why mm-hmm. it's well worth it to him, mm-hmm. even because he's poor, even though he's poor. And a rich guy wouldn't need to sell his for 100000
2: to send his kids to college. But a poor guy might, in order to make their life well, I, better. Is that wrong? Is I'm not sure. For one,
1: not both. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: I, I think that we can make a, a pretty good argument that halacha would not let you commit suicide to do it.
1: Well, you oh, no. That's it. The dialysis, end up on
0: dialysis but yeah, you know,
1: the government's also, paying. Hey, is <laughs> you
0: know, I had a lot of poor patients, relatively poor patients, anyway want a plastic surgery and they would save the money and they really want plastic mm-hmm. surgery. That's nothing compared to I really need a kidney. Not like that there'd be many non- sell
1: their kidney to get the plastic surgery.
0: No, but there'd be many no, if they if they need a kidney, I'm saying about poor people needing no, kidney. That. They're, they're non governmental organizations, charities could subsidize purchase sure. of kidneys. I mean so it's not all black. I mean it could be a positive thing to it, but uh, so wh- why don't we do it? I mean that's sort of
1: that's, well because right. this guy's
0: saying it smells bad, but
1: you know, there, there's, well, let's a, see. there's a
3: there's a there's a notion in our society that saving lives and donating organs should be done only altruistically. I got that. Even though as as I think it was you said, the surgeon gets paid to, to do the procedure, the bank the kidney organization for handling all the logistics, the hospital charges a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of money in the transplant industry. We get around charging interest except for the things alone. Provider of this of the product. Right. All right. In that case,
4: everybody who works in an emergency room should do it altruistically.
0: Sure. Well, here you have the problem that you're literally you may be saving a life. Which kinda it, it kind of colors the whole thing that's what the rabbi's saying well you got a compelling interest on one side saving a life you may have compelling interest on the other side of creating moral hazards and he's saying i'm not as i re- understand that he right. didn't say it. he
1: uh, didn't address that point huh he he didn't address exactly the point of general He's so we turn turned the page please serving re-
3: which side <laughs> The more we say the, uh, the weights. This way. <laughs> the, the, the legal <laughs> side. Legal <laughs> weights. A combination of the
0: scales of justice and judicious. You
1: read your Okay, so um so he says like this. So, yeah, so this is so we're gonna go totally off track because we haven't been there. Uh,
2: <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> so
1: so the uh, the point is like this. He's gonna bring we're gonna discuss first by way of introduction because the As we know, halacha works, obviously, the Torah couldn't address every scenario. The Talmud couldn't address every scenario. They didn't have kidney transplants at the time. So the question, again, becomes the general question. We have to find an analogous case where you have uh, a question of saving life in front of you, but that can cause, as Shelley put it, moral hazards in society at large. And do we make a decree in that case? So the classical case of that (coughs) <coughs> that uh, we discussed it here many times in the past, is the question of uh, kidnappings, redeeming hostages, where you have, and this is very relevant to today's society, still, unfortunately, even more so maybe, one can argue, where you, and especially in the State of Israel, as we know, where you have, um, hostages are taken, and then either they want a lot of money, to, or they have demands such as freeing Palestinian prisoners in general, and so how does that work? So we, over there you have you're gonna save Gilad Shalit's life, because he's in Gaza right now and they're gonna eventually they're gonna kill him. Or this guy, Ado, whatever his name is, um, right, who wasn't saved. But if we give them what they want, that can be a moral hazard in the sense of it increases further kidnapping mm-hmm. and further terrorism. Okay, so how do you deal with that? That's the classical case, and we have discussed it here in the past. Hopefully you don't remember it. Um, we're So there you have a similar question in the sense of, we have a guy who's going to die right now, or he's in day, present danger right now, but by negotiating with terrorists, if we allow negotiation and c- capitulating to their demands, such as releasing fa- 10,000 Palestinian prisoners for one Israeli, so they're just going to continue in two weeks after you release Gilad Shalit, they're going to kidnap another sh- soldier or try to do that, Okay, attempt to do that. So how does that work? So here, that's the, really the question at hand. You have, again, one life versus future uh, moral hazards in society. So that's the question. Negotiating with So the Talmud discusses this extensively. So those will read a few. The first right, thing is... We, I'm not sure I understand analogy. what they
2: to pick from organ transplant.
1: Yeah, well, well I'm just saying the general question of individual saving organ. one life. Meaning, I have a guy who needs a kidney right now, yeah. and this guy's ready to sell it. But if we allow that legally, that I would say that can cause future moral hazards in society. So, do we sacrifice this guy's life right now to prevent future moral hazards in society? Same thing. Gilad sitting in Gaza, have a gun to his head. Do we sacrifice him in order to ha- to s- but to make no sure gun, that there's no the gun future to anyone's head.
2: Yeah, the it's just that it some guy's Kidney's dying die. That's his that. So he's dying. Yes. And so to save him, you're thinking the entire society might be corrupted, potentially.
1: Yes. Illegally allowed him, yes. I'm if we not continue, sure to a great analogy. Day, you're right. So we have to That's slippery. what we're going to discuss. The you know? kidnappers want yes. money.
0: The uh, yeah, no, the I, family I wants their relative back. Now we're just haggling over the price. I right. think is there a, a price beyond which I won't go or I shouldn't go? That's really, Morally, I shouldn't go because my family, or in this case, you, you society. It's not perfect. Is, so that's
1: the question: here. Is okay. it analogous or not? And what did what do we see there that we can learn to okay. our case? Okay. That's the question. So, so we're going to begin with the...
2: By the way, they had this exact problem on Orange is the New Black, in case you're watching uh-huh. that the show. Just to let you know that. You know, I just seem to have missed last week i had an episode yeah, there with them. The the I never can get up. into oh, that oh. show. i just got into what the, what the, what the third season. It's good. had
1: never. Someone showed me an episode they with them. one who wanted to convert to Judaism to get kosher food. I showed you
2: that. It's an awesome scene, actually. She brings in a lot of Jewish stuff later too. I don't know how to
1: do it. Okay, so so this the first source here is from the tractate Gitin Daf. Folio uh, Memhe 45a. It says like this. I'm going to read it to you. The Mishnah, the Mishnah states, um, the, um, okay, as we know, one of the greatest mitzvot in Jewish law, in, in Jewish Judaism, is redeeming a captive. Um, getting someone in the, and again, in those days it was very common. If you live in some countries today, it's still very common, unfortunately. Um, people, they would kidnap Jewish ca- um, hostages. And uh, knowing that the Jewish community would go ahead and redeem it. Okay, so there obviously there was an economic factor, there was a social factor, there was a number of things involved, where at some point, um, they came up with direction and laws and how to deal with these cases of kidnapping. So the Mishnah uh, codifies like this. It says, <laughs> You cannot ransom a captive for more than their value. Okay. So now if it's your mother-in-law, it's five bucks now. It's a... Uh,
0: when they sure. say you, they mean the, the, an individual can't, or that's society can't.
1: So that's the question. We'll get there soon. And the the Mishnah says why the Because of As far as what? How do you define value? That's a big discussion. The Gemara doesn't explain it. It's a very vague statement. Um, some say um, it goes by the price of the slave market, so, quote unquote, and, and they existed in those days. So people are defined by value: a woman in child childbearing years, a woman <coughs> not childbearing man, how strong he is, different ages have different numerical values. Um, not that we're condoning slavery, but that was a fact of life. Those societies, people have set values. Um, that's one way to find value. The other way the, the um, other Khanum discuss is that it has to do with what's the going rate, okay? There's a going rate in Mexico. There's a going rate kidnappers. No, if you kidnap um, someone, this is, there's a, you know, this is how much you can get. You can get fifty thousand dollars. For, for your average person, okay, so so there's a going rate for what uh, kidnappers will accept as ransom, the going rate for ransom, so you're not supposed to pay more than the going rate because that's going to raise the threshold f- um,
2: for subsequent
1: uh, for subsequent kidnappers, <coughs> okay, so that's mm-hmm. number one, so that's a law number one, and then the second law in the Mishnah says, <speaking> you cannot, actually doesn't have it, uh, yeah, <speaking> you cannot, um, rescue um meaning help them escape meaning uh, somehow get them out and allow them to escape also when they take an olam again here the concern as we'll see is if there are other hostages there they are not going to get out they're going to be killed or tortured um, when this one leaves or something like that so that's, that's become another issue argues. he says different reason he says um, th- this prohibition was enacted for the benefit of the captives, as we said, who were left behind. So, we'll see what all this
0: means. A Rambo scenario. Yes. Yeah. Well.
1: Okay, so, so now, so, so what do we, see? so that's number one. So, technically, we see from here, okay, um, um, the, and, the, and the question here is, by the way, and it we'll see soon in the Gemara, what about, so this is a general statement for society, as we're saying. What about if I'm uh, Bill Gates, or I'm a father who has a lot of money, and my daughter was kidnapped? So do I, do I have to be concerned? Listen, I can afford it. As we're going to see, the Gemara gives two reasons as to why, um, what, what does this mean, tikkun olam, okay? We were familiar with the term tikkun olam as saving the world, saving the environment, the dolphins. The tunas shouldn't get caught in the nets, whatever. That's the Tikkun Olam, that's a myth. And it has nothing to do with the word Tikkun Olam. <laughs> nice application of it. But tikkun Olam means, um, basically, um, we made certain enactments throughout Jewish history because, again, of the moral benefit to society, or moral problem that would be caused if we wouldn't make that enact. Okay, so it doesn't mean saving the world per se. Not to confuse it. Um, so the Gemara says like this, the Gemara and I will ask the question, haim um, ipnei olam, so we're continuing there in, in source number one, haim ipnei this meaning, what's the reason for these, for the tikkun olam, saying it's for the benefit of the moral of society, what does that mean? Don't redeem a captive more than their value. So the Gemara says, Gemara gives two options what that could mean. It says either, does it means, doesn't mean that this prohibition was enacted for the sake of avoiding a burden, a financial burden, On society okay meaning society will become impoverished if every time uh, someone from the Jewish community is kidnapped and the rabbi gets up in Shul and he has to make an appeal and raise you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars to redeem the guy okay and the and the kidnappers you know Mexico realize that it's good to kidnap Jewish people because you're gonna get a lot of money for them and this and and the community will provide the funds so then it's just gonna um, it, it, eventually, the community will become impoverished. We we'll have no money for anything else. All we can be doing is make, raising funds to redeem captives. Therefore, they have to put a cap on the amount of uh, allowed to be paid for redemption. You can't pay more than the value of that captive, because if you pay, if the Jewish community pays more, then it, then eventually will be, the community will become impoverished. Okay, that's number one. So it's a financial issue. Okay, and Bob Brody. Uh, Likes to bring. Uh, I think he's making Aliyah this week. By the way, when? Two weeks. Two Three weeks. weeks. Three weeks. Okay. Mm. Um, so he likes to use this as a proof that uh, someone mentioned before to the fact that that uh, there's certain things we. For example, he uses this for taking people ventilated. Do you see from here that according to the Jewish view, assuming we rule like this opinion, which is not clear. Then uh, keeping people on ventilators indefinitely is too big of a burden on society financially, and therefore we have a right to remove them, even though it's we might be killing them, which is obviously very problematic. There's no one else that agrees with him in Jewish society, in Jew, from Jewish ethics on this point. But this is one, this is his proof. Odilma, um, that's one one way to look at it. Odilma mishum de-lo or perhaps the reason is it's it's the it's the principle of negotiating with terrorists if you, once you negotiate with them that just increases more terrorism in the future so if you start negotiating with captives with uh with now with with about captives with the kidnappers and you give them as much money as they ask for it's not a financial burden issue it's an issue of it will encourage future terrorists okay
4: what about kidnapping the kidnappers firstborn?
1: watching too many late. if you could
4: find them there's always a way to find them sooner or later.
1: Anyway, so those are the two the two sides of the Gemara here. Um, I'm just going to finish up because I'm going to have to leave soon. Finish this so so the so the Gemara. I'll just read quickly. The next Gemara brings a proof. Um, so the, so that's those are the two sides of the coin. Again, are we concerned about the financial burden on society, or are we concerned about future kidnappings that this will just aggra- um, exacerbate, and aggravate and cause more kidnapping bad courage? behavior. Exactly. That's the question. So the Gemara says, yes. "Tashma, Tashma." The Gemara says, "What's the uh, what's coming here?" He Answer this question. The Levi Bar Darga, Levi the son of Darga, who was a rich man, parke uh, He redeemed his daughter for thirteen thousand golden diners, and without drawing communal funds, he didn't get up in the shul, make a fund, he didn't put up a GoFundMe page. No, uh, he took his own money out of his bank, and he went and did it. So there's clearly in that case, there's no financial burden on society. Right um, So And he says, um, he says, this term? proves, we want to prove from the story that you're allowed to do it, the fact that this guy did it um, to redeem his daughter for 13,000 dollars, as long as it's w- that it's not an issue of financial burden. I'm um, sorry that it's, that it's sorry that it is. The issue is financial burden. Therefore, if you're going to pay it out of your own funds, if you're Bill Gates and you can pay the money out of your own pocket, it's not a problem. We, society doesn't have an issue..
0: The rich are different. Well, you know,
4: except for the fact they kidnapper again for the next 13,000 gold diners.
1: Okay, but that's not our problem. That's not society's prob- problem. Not it's it's problem. problem. It's your personal problem. So the Gemara says, and question here. If
0: he's rich enough, he goes after the kidnappers after he gets his daughter um, back.
1: Gemara says, I'm rabbi, I got to go one second, let me, out I'm rabbi, who said this guy acted with the consent of the rabbis? Just because he did it. A lot of people, yeah. as we know, do things, believe it or not, without consent of the rabbis. I don't know if you know such people, but there are people who do I can't
0: think of okay. it. So is he chastising him for doing no, it? No, he's just
1: saying, no, what's no. your proof? You bring a proof from the story. Who said he went and asked his rabbi? He went and called up his banker and, and took out the money. And so is he <laughs> saying
0: that's a bad thing? No, no, he's there, just or? saying you
1: have no proof. We're trying to bring a proof, I see. a lachic proof from the story that uh, the only issue is financial burden, and therefore this guy was allowed to do it. You have no proof. Who said he consulted the rabbi? Maybe he asked his rabbi, the rabbi told him don't do it, and he still did it. Imagine that. Yeah. No. Um what, what So the Gemara doesn't have a proof and we're gonna stop right here. Um so we'll continue this next week you know, around, around in around running calling how many Croatia. In have good phone lines in Croatia. How,
4: how <laughs> many how many terrorists
0: were released? the Jewish Ethics Institute. For a complete selection of our
2: lectures, please visit our website at j-ethics.org. Shalom.